In a hastily arranged Zoom meeting at 7.30 in the morning last Friday to accommodate the personal international travel travel of Commissioner Walsh, and with minimal advanced public notice, the Montana Fish and Wildlife Commission gifted coveted elk permits to large landowners, the Wilkes Brothers, and their designees. They will now receive eight permits to hunt trophy bull elk on their ranch in the Snowy Mountains south of Lewistown. Mm-hmm. And in return, the public gets very little. This privatization will only further incentivize landowners to block and limit public access rather than encourage it. And the Wilkeses get to specify the terms of the contract within the sideboard set by the legislature, which effectively eliminates the involvement of the public, as well as FWP field biologists, to ensure that these deals are indeed equitable, sustainable, and consistent with long-term public interest. Folks, it's good to have money. Yeah. A couple things there. Number one, uh, I don't trust anything that a field biologist tells you. Never. I'll never. I mean, they get it wrong all the time. Right. All the time. Um, number two, landowners in the state of Montana are allowed to get a landowner's permit. Okay. Okay. Um, so they are allocated permits for owning land, but they, they have to buy them. Right. Uh, they're not given to them free. Uh, they still have to purchase them, but they, they do get a landowner's permit, and that's in return for feeding, nurturing, and uh, hab- habitat, uh, all that kind of stuff that the deer or the antelope or the elk, uh, they're using that land. So in return, if they apply and you have one complete section, uh, you can get a landowner's permit. Okay. The Wilkes brothers have vast amounts of land in this state so um i don't know how that works uh if they're uh i don't know how that works here's a little more in this case in exchange for receiving eight elk permits above and beyond what field biologists recommended for this area the wilkes ranch will allow eight current permit holders the opportunity to hunt elk on the ranch along with 16 others who drew a 411 cow permit. According to the contract language, the Wilkes Ranch gets to handpick these eight either-sex bull permit holders. The 16 cow elk permit holders will be randomly selected by FWP and must agree to be accompanied by the ranch manager at all times. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> well, here's something else. Um, Montana has a block management plan. And you can put your place into block management, uh, which means um, you can get paid if you allow hunting through block management. But once again, they do give the landowner the right to determine who gets to hunt on their block management land. Okay. Um, you have to have some control. You just can't let the entire population, if it's block management, go in there. Right, because we're, we're, not, we're not talking publicly owned state ground or, or federal land. Right, your, your own private land. Now, it's funny you should bring that up, because let me tell you about a little incident that I had yesterday. <laughs> I love little incidents. And I'm, I'm going to blog about this today, 
This is quite possibly, this is quite possibly the maddest I have ever been. Wow. And uh, I took John with me. And John, when he got back to the house, and it was bad because I had company there and they're all getting the wrong impression about me. (laughs) When John got back to the house, John said it's a good thing that he went because for a minute he thought he was going to have to pull me off of this guy. (laughs) And John's main focus was to keep me out of jail Uh because I'm supposed to walk Maddie down the aisle (laughs) on Saturday. Hey, John, welcome to my job. (laughs) Okay, whatever. I can't relate to that at all. (laughs) So let me set the situation for you folks up a little bit here. Okay. It's been a frustrating year for people in agriculture in the state of Montana. No doubt about it. The drought. Uh, has caused problems, storms, fires, you name it. We've had to deal with everything this year. And farmers and ranchers, they deal with a lot of adversity. And yet, we we keep swinging. We all we go back in, we regather, we regroup, we collect our thoughts. Uh, we're stubborn. We're 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 consistent and we try again that's how we do it and so this year has been trying and uh, we've got a new year on the horizon so everybody out there right now is doing their thing in the fall the beet guys are digging beets and uh, getting their harvest in guys are putting up their last cuttings of hay if they're irrigated uh winter wheat guys we're all seeding trying to get that crop in because uh, there's always next year and a promise of hope and a better year to come. Farming, folks, is not very lucrative right now. The expenses are far exceeding uh, the money that we're generating. Even though prices are, are commodity prices are up, the expenses have grown exponentially. And so... Um, I'm seeding my winter wheat yesterday. I fin- in fact, I finished last night. So I, I want to, I've been going like hell trying to get done. And uh, so, you know, and let me tell you about some of the cost. All right. So I buy, I buy this, I buy certified, I have some certified wheat seed. A bushel of certified wheat seed uh, that is cleaned and is treated 16 bucks a bushel. Wow. All right. So I buy $16 a bushel wheat. And that's before you <clears throat> spend money to put it in the ground? <laughs> oh. Fertilizer is $800 a ton, okay? It's doubled from where it was last year. Okay. That's double. Last year was about 400. This year it's 800. $800 a ton. Okay? Roundup RT3 uh, glyphosate, what what guys use to clean their fields and spray before they seed. Last year, that was around fourteen twenty five a gallon. Okay, this year, right now, it's thirty one twenty five a gallon, and it's going up, and you can't get it anymore. Wow. There's a shortage. Okay, this this is the cost, but yet we still do it. Right, we still put it in the ground. So I had just finished, uh, in fact, yesterday I, f- I finished this one 
area that had about 350 acres in it. And I finished that up yesterday, seeded it all nice, used my auto steer, nice symmetrical lines. Everything looks beautiful. It looks like you printed it on a computer. And I pull out of that field. And last night and yesterday, I go down to the next field and I had another 140 acres down there, the seed. And I've been trying to get this stuff done before Maddie's wedding. And I go down there and I get that all seeded yesterday. And uh, it's about uh, quarter to seven at night. And I pull out on the road and I'm heading down to my house. And I'm, I'm looking behind my air drill for traffic. And I see a car stop up on the road. And I'm just kind of watching him, you know, watching him. And uh, he drives down the road. And um, he stops right at where my approach is that go into my field. And uh, that piece happens to be a piece of public land. You know, great, fine, uh, whatever. And I'm walking back there, and all of a sudden, he pulls off the road. He drives into my wheat. And he drives, wait a minute, Mark, wait a minute, damn it. He, He turns in there, and he drives down my wheat to head back to the timber and i see this trail of dust because it's dry and Mm -hmm. i know he's doing it i pull in the yard with my drill and my tractor and i slam on the emergency brake and i go storming in the house and i grab my gosh darn shotgun off the top of the door and i grab my shells and i told the people there what had just happened and there's gonna be some problems And I jump in my pickup and I go after this guy. John comes running out of the house (laughs) because somebody yelled something and grabs his shoes and comes with me. And I go back and this guy is one mile already from the main road all the way back south. And he's on a hunt. And uh, at that point, my blood was boiling. I'll bet. I had just seeded that field. I had just put tens of thousands of dollars into this. There wasn't a, a blade of anything out of place, perfectly done, not a track, any, uh, but just beautiful. And he drove right through the wheat. Now, I go back there, and he turns around, and he's, he's driving down. Oh, by the way, yesterday, there was a fire weather watch. <laughs> the wind's blowing 25 miles an hour. Mark, at that point, he's driving in my stubble strip for one mile, and he's in a Subaru. Driving down my my wheat stubble with a Subaru with a fire weather watch. I go flying over there in my pickup, and he's, he's moving down this fence line. And I told John, hold on, I'm going to ram that son of a buck. If he keeps going, I was going to hit him broadside and knock his ass over. I was so mad. And he stopped, and he gets out of his pickup. And Mark, (laughs) I said some things to that man that I've never said to anybody before. I was so mad. And then he lied. And then he lied to me. And said, I didn't drive through your wheat. 
And I said, you get in that car and you follow me and don't you get 10 feet behind me. And I said, I'll take you down to the end of the strip. And I take him down to the end of the strip and I showed him right where he went through and there's his tracks. I'm sorry, sir. I'm so sorry. I didn't know. I'm so sorry. You know that and which makes it all right. And I said, I said, you get in that car and you drive down that same track. And I said, don't you get a half inch off of that tire track and you get the hell out of here. And I never want to see you ever again. I said, you park on the road like everybody else and you walk like everybody else. Right. You know, oh, I was so mad. I was going to kill this kid. I'll bet you. I was going to kill him. I was going to just overhaul him right there. It's a good thing John was with me. Um, you know, you spend all that time and all that money and you do a beautiful job. And in one moment like that, some derelict mm-hmm. ruins it for everyone else. You know, everybody else who is respectful, everybody else who knows the rules, everybody else that knows the laws, you get a guy like that. I was so mad last night. And so I went to bed last night. This is the kind of guy I am. I'm talking to Maddie. And I said, I got to get to bed. And uh, I'm still kind of wound up. And then I told Maddie, I said, you know, I feel kind of bad. Cause I was, uh, I was really, really hard on that kid. And, uh, she said, well, dad, you know, it's just the heat of the moment. And I said, yeah, but I, I gotta, I gotta keep my cool. I can't, uh, I can't do those kind of things. Um, so I, I even felt bad about doing it after I did it, mm-hmm. but it's a good thing. John was there. Yeah. Uh, and and well and what made it bad is when he lied and denied doing it and I saw him do it mm-hmm. and I took him back to right where he did it and then he <laughs> and by by the way you're the only two people for a mile in any direction <laughs> oh anyway <laughs> and and plus not only that driving down the wheat stubble on a twenty to thirty mile an hour windy night. With a fire watch in these dry conditions, if that would have started on fire, it would have burned all the way to Highway 87. It would have. Before they would have got it stopped. Yeah. I was so mad. Oh, so mad. John said, Dad, he said, uh, I don't think that kid's ever going to hunt ever in his life ever again. (laughs) I said, well, I don't know, but he's got to know what the rules are. Yeah. So, man, I was wound up. I was wound up. Well, that's the problem. The overwhelming majority of people that hunt do it right. That's right. But you get a guy like this. After I just put all that time, effort, money, and work into it. It Mark, it hadn't it it hadn't even been sitting there twenty four hours, mm-hmm. and somebody already wrecked it. Killed me, killed me. Well, there's a lot of stuff to talk about today. Besides that, let me go over my list for you. Uh, oh, we got a bunch of checks in today. 
we could talk about let's talk a little bit about what happened at the hearing yesterday on Afghanistan folks General Milley should be court-martialed and should be in jail Joe Biden should be impeached and be thrown out of office period folks what Joe Biden has done as president of the United States makes what Bill Clinton did Okay, makes Bill Clinton's impeachment trial looks like all Bill Clinton did was violate a curfew. <laughs> now, keep in mind, we have impeachment trial for Bill Clinton because he perjured. He lied right. about Monica Lewinsky. Okay, they had an impeachment trial for that. Joe Biden has lied to the American people. He's lied to the U.S. military. He has... L- He has asked other leaders around the country to lie to protect him. He has swindled. He has cheated. He has used his position as vice president to extort money out of the Chinese and his son. He has has sexual harassment claims against him. He has plagiarized. He has lied his whole life and his whole career. And he lied to the American people about Afghanistan. It all came out yesterday. And where are the impeachments? Let's look at what the Democrats done have done. The Democrats impeached President Trump twice. Once because they said he was working with Russia to swing the election. They impeached him for that, and it was Hillary Clinton and the Democrats. We all know that now. Right. Yeah, but they tried to lie about it and get Trump out. They, that's impeachment trial number one. Impeachment trial number two was he incited an insurrection at the Capitol, of which there was no insurrection there. There were no weapons. Nobody was uh, trying to acquire land masses and by military force and action overthrow a government. They had an impeachment trial on that. They found nothing. The FBI, CIA said that this was planned before that rally. They're doing it again. And yet, look what Joe Biden has done. Look what he has done. Joe Biden, yesterday during the hearings, folks, Milley and Miller and who was the other one, McKenzie or somebody, all the generals said they all advised and they all told Joe Biden prior to Afghanistan, first of all, don't give up the Air Force base. Right. He gave up the Air Force base. Leave a troop presence of 2,500 to 3,500 people there. He pulled all the troops out. He didn't even listen to them. And then he went on live television and he told everybody in the United States of America and told Congress and everyone, no Americans would be left behind. He left hundreds and now we know even possibly thousands behind enemy lines. So he lied. He told them the decision of the generals, folks, was unanimous in pulling all of the troops out, and it was directly the opposite. The decision was unanimous to leave the 2,500 troops there. He lied. We have the transcript of his phone conversation with the president of Afghanistan telling the president of Afghanistan to lie about the advancement of the terrorist army And taking over Afghanistan, he told them to lie, to paint a rosier picture. He told, asked him to lie 
And yet, where's the impeachment? And Millie is a disgrace to the uniform and should be thrown out. This man said yesterday at the trial, this was a great, great uh, hearing yesterday. The Republicans did a remarkable job. Well, I, uh, I don't like to reveal the conversations that I've had with the current president about any military or ongoing military strategies or discussions that we've had. And they all kept saying that. I don't want to discuss what we've discussed with the president or what we may have gone over. But in my own personal opinion, I can do this. Okay, blah, blah, blah. So this one senator says, okay, Mr. Milley, uh, there are currently four books out of which you are a part of every book and you talk to every <laughs> author of this book. Oh, and, that's awesome. And you told them in these books, uh, Mr. Milley, did you talk to Mr. Howard about this event with President Trump and the Chinese? Uh, Mr. Milley, did you talk to this author about this and this and this? Mr. Milley, did you talk... so? You talk to all of those authors and all of those books and told them what was going on in the White House with our president and discussions that you had. And you sit here in front of us and say, you're not at liberty to discuss with us, Congress, the investigative committee that is allowed to hear it. You're not able to tell us anything that went on in that room when you told all of these people and he didn't know what to do. Good. And folks, here's the thing. We have a general, our general, the top man in the United States Army, General Milley, discussing with our adversaries possible military strategy from the United States of America and things from his commander-in-chief. Now, I want you to absorb that. Our top military man, going to our enemy or our adversaries and discussing possible military plans, possible military actions, all of those kind of things with our enemy. Wow. And he's sitting there representing the United States Army. That man should be in jail. He should be court-martialed immediately. And they're going to let him get away with it because the Democrats are in charge. A disgrace to every man that took a bullet over there or any man that lost a leg or lost an arm. He is a disgrace. And yet, the colonel that brought up the debacle in Afghanistan and told people about the botched military strategy and giving up the Air Force Base and what was going on there and furious because we left all those Americans behind and went and said it publicly, he's in the brig right now. That colonel, what was he in, 19 years, a year from retirement? They got him in a slammer. And this bastard is in front of there giving information to the Chinese, telling them, I will tip you off on any type of military strategy or action that could... He's telling them that, and he's still sitting there with his medals and accommodations in a uniform? But see, folks, this is what a Democrat is. 
pure hypocrisy through and through. History will rewrite itself someday and they will tell people how the Democrat Party ruined America. It doesn't matter where you want to start. You want to start with Abe Lincoln and slavery, segregation. You want to move all through it. The welfare state, big government, taking away your liberties and freedom, vaccine mandates, the destruction of our U.S. military. Uh, you, you, you just want, you want to go through their whole history. Someday it will review that and tell you about the true DNA of that party. You got Chuck Schumer, who is a slime ball. This man is one of the worst men that America's ever had in Washington, D.C. Yesterday, he gets up there and he's talking about bipartisanship. Well, we have dib, 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 and we need bipartisanship to pass this massive... How come there's only bipartisanship with the Democrats when they want to spend money and there's never bipartisanship from the Democrats when we want to try to save money? Yeah, great question. You can't have it both ways, just like the impeachment thing. They're not going to impeach their own. They got this man by the balls, and they are leading him around like a dog. No press conferences, whisking him off here and there. That man, Joe Biden, is the biggest crook, shyster, liar, cheater, non-qualified person ever to hold office in Washington. He's been a buffoon for 50 years. His history and his record speaks for it. He should be thrown out of office for what he did to America and the troops. Should be thrown out. Thrown out of office. And that general, that general should be gone. It, 40 years ago, 50 years ago, 60 years ago, that man would be in cuffs and behind bars for what he did. Mm-hmm advancing somebody like China or Russia, advancing information to them, telling them they've got a partner in him. Don't worry, I will tip you off onto anything that it should be severe or strategic that our president and commander-in-chief wants to do, and he still has his accommodations. Disgusting. disgusting oh they nailed them yesterday though they were very good well the republican people were very good yesterday getting this all out well and i love when they do their homework and you can catch somebody like that and you know what you know how much they talk about it today in the news uh uh, none hardly at all there's there's not even mention of it in the top uh, 11 stories i had to dig to find a story on it and I want to, they really won't talk about that. See, that's part of the deal. They control it. They control the media. They control the narrative. It's not 11 stories. A huge hearing in Washington yesterday. 11 stories in AP's top 11 stories today and nothing. Nothing on it. Oh. Tipping off our enemy and our adversaries about a possible military strategy. That man should be court-martialed. Yes, he should. I'm telling you, folks. And then you got Janet Yellen. Janet Yellen. She's in head of our Federal Reserve. She's in. She's ahead of, well, she's not the Federal Reserve. She's our Treasury Secretary. 
Now, imagine this, folks. This is our Treasury Secretary, okay? This is the person who is in charge of our finances and our money in this country. All right? She gets up there yesterday, and she tells Congress, well, we, we, we have to extend our debt limit. We, we have to... We have to have, we have to have the ability to to have unlimited money and just to be able to spend what we want, or or it's going to be bad for the economy. And I'm thinking you are our chief economist in charge of the bank. Extend, you you know what kind of inflation that's going to create. You're already seeing what all the stimulus money has done. Right. The inflation you are already seeing. The economy. What do you think the debt is going to do? If folks, that's debt. It's debt. Is that how you people make a better life for yourself? You increase your debt. All you people trying to become financially secure, all you people out there trying to get ahead of the game, the best way to do it is to increase your debt. She's stupid. And that's what she's telling them. Extend the debt limit. Fund the government. Give them all the money that they want. It's what's good for the economy. You are dumb. She should be fired immediately. No accountant, no economist would tell you that. The way to have a solvent government, the way to have a solvent business is to increase your debt. Take on loads and loads of debt and borrow Beyond your means, beyond your ability to pay it back. That's the best way to have a solvent business. She's our treasury secretary, Mark. Look what kind of people they put in place. Is America going to wake up? You folks going to wake up? You keep voting for these people? Well, they keep getting votes because they're voting themselves a piece of the pie. Money. Yeah. Money. That's the problem with it. Money. Bill Clinton, say what you want about Bill Clinton. Bill Clinton did some great things. Yes, folks, I'm telling you about Bill Clinton, a Democrat. Um, he was tough on the border. Mm-hmm. We've played that clip about the border with right. him. Worked with Newt Gingrich to balance the budget. Yeah, that was Bill Clinton who did that. Cut the welfare state? That was Bill Clinton who did that. He knew. So the guy enjoyed a cigar once in a while. All right, I get it. Uh, These people, this man, this administration, so bad for this country so bad vaccine mandates now uh pushing that the more and more 200 million americans are vaccinated the more people that are vaccinated the worse the disease gets mandates telling you our united states government is going to determine from now on what you put in your body what we are allowed to inject into you, you have no say whatsoever. And if you don't capitulate, 
we will take your job from you. Or we will sick the the government agency OSHA after you and your business. We will close your doors. That's the, folks, this is what communists, this is what this is what Chavez. This is what Castro. This is what Stalin, Bouncy Tongue. This is what they did. And this is what they're doing to you. Wake up. Wake up. The Dow yesterday fell 600 points. Now, did anybody hear about that yesterday? That When that <laughs> happened during the Trump administration, Mark? Uh, exactly. We, we, we would get Fox News break in the middle of a NASCAR race. They would stop and tell everybody the Dow has dropped 600 points. You can't argue about the bias coverage. It's completely different. 600 points yesterday. Government money. Spurring inflation. What a lion scumbag this man is. This man has been a piece of crap his whole career. His whole career. And then there's a sad story. Oh, there's another story. A government agency is going to ban people in Hawaii from swimming with the spitting dolphins. There's thousands of spinning dolphins out there, and they come to shore at night, and they rest, and they feed, and they go out, and they don't want people swimming with the spinning dolphins because they think that um, they harass them a little bit, and they need to rest up so they can go out into the ocean and fish and eat at night and uh, not succumb to predators. We Folks, they don't own the gosh darn <laughs> Mark, we're talking about the Pacific Ocean. (laughs) Tens of hundreds of thousands of square miles of ocean. They're determining what you can do in it. God. This is what I'm talking about. You, you, I can, you, (laughs) give them one of those. Here's a week's worth. (laughs) <laughs> so I I jump into the water in the ocean and you're going to regulate what kind of fish I swim near. Well, and what if I'm out there doing what I'm supposed to be doing and they swim up to me? Doesn't matter. Wow. Dolphin runs up, you know, wants you to pet it. You have to go, uh-uh, 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 <laughs> uh-uh, uh-uh. Yep, we got that in the news today. We got the Billings Police Department. They want to put together a special task force to help uh, become more diversified. Uh, They want a more diverse police department, and uh, they're going to put together a special committee. And folks, you know who gets to put, you know, you know who gets to oversee the selection of the committee? Our mayor, Bill Cole. Uh He's going, he's going to oversee it. Uh, we can't even pick the right city council members. Uh, he's going to oversee that, uh, make sure we pick the, you know, the right people. This is a man who, who, um, who took part of our city council meeting to blast President Trump first. For, for something that he didn't do. Yeah. 
for something that he didn't do. He's a disgrace as well, in my opinion. That had no place at a city council meeting. Do the city business there. Do your campaigning and politicking outside of official city business. It's like football players. You want to protest? Protest. You just can't do it at work. Right. During game time. Other than that, knock yourself out. Go out and use your God-given rights to do it. By the way, I got a question for them on this uh, big diversity thing for the police department. So are they going to have 50% of the police department now women? Well, the problem is, I don't care how badly you want to diversify in your hiring, but if you're not getting the those, most qualified. Do you want the most qualified or do you want the people that are the right sex and the right color? That's right. For what you're trying to do. I, I, mean, want, I want the best cop. Right. Uh, are we going to look at uh, how many blondes we have? Uh, are we, uh, you know. Almost 50% of the population is women. Are you going to have a police force with 50% women? You going to do that? Uh, We're going to have to have a certain percentage of policemen who are LGBTQ. We're going to have have a certain percentage that are Native American. We're going to have to have a certain percentage that are Asian. We're going to have to have a certain percentage that are muslim we're going to have to use religion in there we're going to have to have a certain percentage that is catholic we're going to have to have a certain percentage of of hispanic in there we're going to have to have a certain percentage who um pick, pick any group college graduates we're going to have to have a certain percentage who are non college graduates diversity that's going to be something to watch that one Okay, Montana is 88.54% white. Mm. We're going to have to hire some Native American officers because they're second, 6.36%. Yeah. Asian, 0.79. Okay. Well, like I said, women, they got to they gotta increase the women on the fourth because 50% of the people are women. Uh, black or African American, mm-hmm. 0.5%. There you go. We got to go out and get, a, get us some Hawaiian folks or Pacific Islanders. Right. 0. 0.08. You got to make sure a certain amount are Norwegians. You got to make sure a certain amount were immigrants that immigrated to the country. We can't offend them. That's what I wrote about yesterday on my blog. I haven't seen the comments yet, but I got I bet I got some real nasty ones yesterday because I talked about son and daughter day. And I said, we shouldn't need a son and daughter day. Every day should be son and daughter day. We shouldn't have one day where you pay special attention and post a picture of your sons and daughters. You should be proud of them every day. We got a damn day for everything. And I went through all of them. We got Grandparents Day, Mother's Day, Father's Day. The only two we really don't pay attention to is Veterans Day and Memorial Day. Do you ever hear anybody say, let's get together and go out for brunch on Veterans Day? (laughs) No, you don't. Never send flowers to one on Veterans Day or Memorial Day. Never. Look at all the damn days we got, Mark. We got Teacher's Day. We got First Responders Day. We got National Ag Day. We got Farmer's Day. We got Union Day. Everybody's got a day. We got bring your dog to work day. We got schoolhouse day. We got apple day. You name it. Yeah. National vacation day. We got a day for everybody. We got to make sure everybody has a special day because you're all special. Everybody gets a day. Why? What is with that now? Well, a lot of it's just a marketing ploy. Mm -hmm. This is a special day, though. 
this is a day I'm going to pay more attention to my son and daughter than just regular days because it's their day. Every day should be their day. Uh, today's National Women's Health and Fitness Day. Women's Health and Fitness. There you go. Go to your local gym today. National VFW Day. VFW Day. National Coffee Day. Coffee Day <laughs> today. Go to the coffee house. Buy them a coffee. They see they get a day. Everybody gets a damn day. You know what I need? I need a day. A day of vacation. That's what I need. That's among the things you need. I need a day. And a shot. And that too. <laughs> I go through every day after nine and uh, try and add some more songs. Added this one because it's my favorite Helen Reddy song, and this is the anniversary when she died. But I'll have to see if I can find out the story because while the song is playing, there's a picture that appears on YouTube, and she autographed an eight-track to somebody with some profanity. (laughs) What? (laughs) I know. like to know that story. And you folks, you know what that means. That means... Once Mark knows the story, <laughs> then then you're going to know the story. Well, I got to tell I didn't say anything yesterday, but Johnny kind of hurt my feelings. When you <laughs> talked about John Mellencamp's drummer, and I said, Kenny Arnoff, and Johnny said, is that his real name? I said, oh, oh. That's not what bothered Johnny, <laughs> Mark. What bothered Johnny was it only took one-tenth of one second for you to spit that out without even having to Google it or think about it. It just it just came out. Got a little more on John Mellencamp in our music segment today. I, I guess there's probably only one of us that have ever seen Helen Reddy in concert. I don't know if she came to Great Falls, and I don't know if I saw her. If I did, I don't remember. It, it feels like I haven't. I saw her. Yeah. Uh, I was... I had I was forced to sit there and watch her, but uh, because it was a music thing, I went to uh, when America my first concert ever. I went to America at uh, Miami University in uh, 1977, and uh, they were putting on a concert there at Miami University, and uh, Helen Reddy was the opening act for them, so. I had to sit there and listen to that. But that's okay. I was looking at Kathy Trapp. She was a track star up there, my sister's friend. Well, and then you saw him here, saw America here. Yeah. Is yeah. that all you do is go to concerts? That's for- all I do. <laughs> They're on my bucket list. My bucket list is to see America one way or the other. Get it? See America? Someday I'm going to see America, north to south, east to west, before it dissipates. Um, well, and before it, you know, it's covered with water and everything like that. But, mm-hmm. but I better hurry because the way my blood pressure is lately, I probably don't have much time left. Uh, even though my blood, I had my physical, my blood pressure was fine. So, it's little things though that seem to spike it. You know, I, I am aware, farmer. <laughs> I know you're aware. You know, you don't help it much either by laughing at me all the time. This is to help you cope. No, no you laugh at me all the time. <laughs> laughing with you, buddy. No, you're laughing at me. Gosh, you know, once in a while, you know, about I could use a, how was your day? And mm-hmm. and uh, so nice to see you. That yeah, we, we get all that before, before we get on the air, though. Yeah. Hey, Christmas. I just, uh, I just know had your incident with the trespasser 
escalated yesterday. I just know I'm going to get interviewed. Oh, yeah. Yeah, oh, I knew it was coming. <laughs> oh, I'm not surprised at all, actually. <laughs> Maybe a little surprised it took this long. <laughs> okay. I don't know how you get a Subaru out of there. <laughs> Okay. What about when you were applying for a concealed carry? Uh-huh. And they called me. Uh-huh. And they said, "Well, is uh is is he a drinker?" And I said, "Well, define drinker." <laughs> that was a big help. I was. <laughs> so I couldn't get one though. <laughs> Here's another one. <laughs> What do you mean? Here's another one. I couldn't get one, folks, because when I was 12, I didn't take hunter safety. Right. I took hunter safety in 1975, so I was qualified. Yeah. So, so in, unless you take unless you take a gun class. Right. So I I couldn't get one because I never took hunter safety when I was 12. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can tear apart, put together firearms. Uh, I know how to handle them, shoot them properly, load, all that kind of stuff. Uh, but I was not qualified because I didn't take a Democrat class. <laughs> and you're right. <laughs> I don't want your damn... I didn't have a concealed gun last night Mm-mm. when I went to the field. No. Well, keep in mind, Montana, you can wear it on your hip. Well, you can't wear what I took. Uh, well, I guess I could. I got long legs. <laughs> that was a bad incident last night.